Teaching Brood. Today's episode is actually picking up from where we left off on an episode we did last year. Mm. And it was one of our more popular ones, and there was some pretty good feedback on it. So we thought, well, it's time to delve a little deeper. So we're going back into the idea of homework. Now, this time around, we are not debating, unlike last time, where we talked about whether it's good to give homework or not. That's not our issue here. What our issue here is, clearly, this idea of homework isn't going to be going away at least in the next five or ten years. So what we're looking at today is more so how to make homework meaningful. How to make it purpose-driven, how to make it something that is actually usable and authentic. Now, in the last episode, we, the last time we talked about this, we did establish that when it's given, it cannot be new information. It has to be a reinforcement process. But there's ways to make that authentic. Absolutely. And there was a great quote that I found um, by either Connie Hamilton or Star Stockstein, who wrote the Hacking Homework book. And what they said was that when they were writing their book, they've discovered that homework is much like grading. People have very deeply held beliefs attached to homework that have to do with teaching responsibility and holding kids accountable, as well as making sure that students get the practice that they need to develop their skills. They don't disagree about those important skills or the ideas that need to be honored as part of the learning process, but they do think that it should be addressed more deliberately during the school day instead of at home. Hmm. And actually, there's um, that's a, that's actually really interesting addressing the homework in the school day. Funny thing is, I did read an article uh, in the research mix, uh, which basically indicated that um, when you do do homework, it's often good to do it using in-school time. It's an article from Edutopia um, that was released uh, a short time ago, uh, short time ago, four years ago. Um, but they basically said that doing homework during extra school time, during extra time in school helps. This is assuming you're getting extra time in school. Yeah, I was going to say, who gets extra time in school? Uh, it could be. I'm, I'm guessing it's like, if you have an after school activity that doesn't start till four o'clock, and you have a gap between like when you finish school and when that activity starts. So I'm guessing that's where it is. Right. Because as a classroom teacher for grade three, I don't have extra time. No. Um, so it says, when students have the opportunity to do some of their homework in school with a large support base, I've noticed that they tend to get more out of it and finish more. The ASCD, um, which is an American organization that focuses on education, um, shows five fundamentals or five hallmarks of homework. And we're basically going to kind of dive into those a little bit here. Um, but purpose is the first one. And examining how purposeful your homework assignments are and whether they are actually better alternatives to it. So, for example, um, a spelling assignment that might say read, read, write the ten spelling words three times each, wrote memorization task, tends to be rather annoying to children to write, could be reworded to create your own method to practice spelling words or choose one of the following. Write or type the word three times, spell them out loud, Use Scrabble tiles to spell them, trace them with your finger, or create a puzzle using the words. You're making it more purpose-driven and more engaging. True. And you know what? A kid who's learning spelling words tends to be a kid who likes to do puzzles and games already. It's also that if you have a kid who's driven auditory, repeating the words over and over again, that might get it that way. kid who's tactile, spelling it with Scrabble words. Probably going to be um, using the manipulatives, maybe more engaging to them. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not a word that needs two X's. No. No. Um, hallmark two is efficiency. Uh, some traditional tasks may be inefficient because they don't show any real evidence of learning. So, 
products that require non-academic skills, such as cutting, gluing, etc., are often seen as inefficient. For example, creating a diorama with no real purpose to it of something, or creating, like, let's say you are studying a author. Mm-hmm. Having to design a real-life version of that author may not be purpose-driven, may not be an efficient use of time. So establishing goals that are an efficient use of time and demonstrate the student's learning, rather than making it more like busy work, is hugely important. Uh, the third hallmark, they say, is ownership. He's, it's kind of the idea that they should, in the same way that they in school, they should own their learning, they should also own it in their homework. One of the easiest ways to promote student ownership is through individual research. For example, this is quote, I'm quoting directly from the SED website. If the class is studying the history of Europe, students could write a report about the country of their choice. They could choose a topic they want to learn about, even though, for all reports, students would use the same rubric, they would have the choice of whether what country they would like to do and how they would like to design their presentation. Uh, fifth, the fourth hallmark is competence. If students are feeling competent for completing their homework, they will likely less be less likely to abandon it. And it's also the idea that not all homework should be considered one size fits all. It's this idea of differentiation within inside a homework. We especially see this in grade three with math, where you can get a lot of kids who are struggling to understand a concept, and thus they need reinforcement of that concept. But you get a lot of the kids who are who are flying high on that and don't need that homework. So you create other homework that will be more engaging and more appealing to them. Well, and that comes back to one of the things that I found, which was basically homework should be as differentiated as your classroom. Yep. And actually, I got to say, speaking as the kid who is always doing the remedial math stuff, giving the remedial kid more of the same thing doesn't usually work. No, and it's... They need something else. Like, I know for me... I could only be successful in my math stuff when I had somebody sitting beside me taking me through each step. When it was like, okay, now go home and practice this and do these sheets, I completely failed. The only, and I know you're, if you're listening to this, you might be groaning, oh my goodness, that's more use of my time. That's kind of the truth. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, it sure is. To differentiate homework does. Sorry. Yep, but that's just kind of the reality. Uh, and the last hallmark that they say is aesthetic appeal. Make it look good. Deciding on whether to do a homework assignment on the basis of their first impressions, the way a homework looks, is important. Five-page worksheets are endless lists of definitions of math problems do look boring. So, similarly, the way you word things. Yep. So, the presentation can mean a lot. Don't make it, like, a lot of effort for not a lot of gain. And don't make it, like, it should be something that is engaging aesthetically. And not just forcing to write things on a piece of paper over and over and over again. Exactly. So you know how at the beginning of this conversation you said that homework shouldn't have new things in it, new concepts. Yeah. So here's one scenario where it could. When you're about to introduce something and you may send your kids home and say, watch this video or read this info text or something like that. And come back to me tomorrow with three questions. Mm. And then, so the student goes through and they're reading it and they come back to you tomorrow with their three questions. All of a sudden, you've got a jumping off point for your new topic. True. So there are ways that you can do it that way. Um, Expecting the kids to go home, read this stuff and understand it. That's not okay. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be a fair bit of time and effort. And a lot of the kids, in reality, a lot of the kids often struggle to find that time to do it. Um, I, I don't know about your kids, but I know my kids often have really, really busy schedules and find time. find it hard to even read for 20 minutes a night, some nights. So there's also that. 
Well, which kind of brings up the don't just assign homework because it's expected. I know, hey, parents, this is for you. Just because there's homework doesn't mean it's a good thing. No. You know, it doesn't make your school more rigorous. But, you know, teachers, when you're assigning homework, think about it. Because you're going to need to not only design that and make it relevant and differentiate it, but it, you also need to be the one, well, you are often the one, going through and marking it afterwards. Yeah. Even if it's just a tick, that's still part of your time. So just think about whether or not you need to send something out every week or not. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, these are just some thoughts that we're having about how to make homework authentic. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of other websites out there. We've put it in the research about uh, how to create more authentic assignments and how to make homework more meaningful. So, yeah. Um, take a look for those. Um, but we didn't want to belabor the point too much. Just no. kind of running on this idea that, when, yes, take the time to make it. It's, it will probably be worth it. But don't, I'd always make sure you follow your school's homework policy. And if your school doesn't have one, encourage them to make one. Yes. So here's five thoughts to leave you with. Make it, um, if, you're, if you're doing like a genius hour, 20% time passion projects or something like that in your class, let the kids do some of that as their homework. Yeah. And let them extend themselves that way. Let the students create, whether that's blogs, projects, videos. Let them create something to help demonstrate their learning. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and keep that open as to what that might be. For the teachers that need to have mandatory reading, let the students choose how they're going to document that. Reading logs don't work for every student. No. Some, for some students, they have the opposite effect. Yeah. But maybe they want to make a shelfie. Maybe they want to make a blog. Maybe they want to make a vlog and send that to you. Yeah, true. You know, that's, that's a possibility there. Differentiation, we've already talked about. What, you know, you might want to make a choice board. Yeah. And have a variety of options that students can go through. And you could have it as like, you know, you need to do three of these in the next month. And that's often a very effective way of um, making the homework more authentic. Yes. Exactly. All right. So that's all for today. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy your night, day, whatever the case may be. Bye. Bye.